let's do it. But I was reading um, that artists are getting really pissed off at AI AI people just because of like again, and it's like to me, I get it. I'm totally makes sense because like you can go generate something that looks so freaking cool, and then somebody's out here trying to like really buy clothes or do this or actually hand draw it or design it. But adapt and change. Yeah. Because I think, aren't, aren't you able to like actually manipulate or edit some of them on a higher subscription? Yeah. yeah. Now that's where I'd say if you're an artist, this is where it's really cool. Like I think uh, Beeple, like if you've heard mm-hmm. of him, he does that. I mean, it, it, may not, it may not be AI. I know he uses some really insane like uh, After Effects Photoshop stuff. But um, again, to me, I think those things are really, really cool because it's working smarter, not harder. Right. You got to look at, look at the productivity of it. It's yeah. like when Canva first came out. Right. You know, exactly. and graphic designers are like, hold on, I've been uh-huh. I've been doing this yeah. for years, and now well, you mean a drag and drop? You well, know? think of like even go back further. Like think of Photoshop or at, or like that right. when those <laughs> first things came out, and they're like, wait, I've been drawing with a pencil. Yep. Um, that's that's insane. Um, well, this is the Digital Advertising Podcast. Uh, we are in what episode now, guys? What is this? The wow. So this is insane. Um, but y'all, it's December twenty first, and it's uh, the week of Christmas. So Merry, Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Happy holidays! Happy it's Hanukkah right now as well. Where I think it's fourth day Hanukkah. Um, so happy Hanukkah to everybody who celebrates that as well, and and just happy holidays all around. And we are excited to talk to you about a lot of stuff that has been happening in the uh, digital marketing and technology space. I mean, I feel like with Twitter in just the last three four days, um, Elon Musk has gone from you know being the CEO to potentially putting out a poll on a CEO to taking away the polls to, to like, I don't like the potentially way stepping works. down. So yeah. And, and then, you know, since I think we've last talked, uh, TikTok has become a potential, uh, again, uh, app that's going to be banned across the United States. You have certain states already banning it at government levels, um, our state included, I believe in South Carolina. So lots of stuff going on, but you know, Winnie, Karthik, how are you doing? Amazing. Good. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, why don't we dive right in, Karthik? Why don't you just kind of get us started, man, and then uh, just keep us up to date on what's happening in the world? Sure. So with Elon Musk, he actually put out a poll asking other people, like, what should he leave as CEO? So 56% uh, voted yes to leave. And he said he was going to abide by it. But now he's like, okay, until we find a replacement. Who in their right mind is going to replace him on a company that he owns? Like, it's uh, with all the changes that's coming through with Twitter, with just the shitstorms that's been happening over the last two months, it's going to be interesting on how he responds to this and if the, it's actually going to come to fruition that he's going to leave. Yeah, I, um, I, I, I'm weirded out by it just from his whole like just experience with Twitter. I think it's just been a, a, a disaster um and everything he talks about in regards to you know whether it's freedom of speech or uh you know cleaning up bots or cleaning up this or that um you know i know we talked about it when he first started hoping that you know there'd be positives and i just think like he's kind of been a hypocrite like he's literally just like doing absolutely everything that yeah that he's literally said he wouldn't do um so with the the ceo thing you know we'll see i'd say as a entrepreneur for him hopefully he can find somebody that is much smarter in this space and he can implement them but you know he's going to micromanage the hell out of that person i think (laughs) so check out the several people who've who asked to be taken over so one is t-mobile ceo but the second is the most interesting snoop dogg Really? Yeah, he's asked to take over uh, the job. I'd be about it. Uh, yes. You know, you get, <laughs> you get smoke breaks expert? all right. the time. Mandatory smoke breaks. <laughs> um, you know, Martha Stewart would come in and be the uh, the, the chief uh, vibe officer. The there. Chief right. vibe officer. Um, 
Hey, I mean, again, at the end of the day, if, if you could come in and you can put together a innovative and adaptive type of model for these, these social media companies, I mean, that's what we need. Uh, you know, I don't know if Snoop Dogg's the answer. Snoop Dogg's phenomenal at what he does in, in a lot of different ways, but so is Elon Musk. But I don't know in regards to being the, the face of Twitter and, you know, being the CEO is the best thing for him. I mean, he's lost so much money on this. He's he's yeah. sold a lot of Tesla stock, I believe, for this. So Tesla's also um, gone down completely. Right. As well. Yeah. And then I think a handful of their employees have just been he's been firing them for people speaking out against it. So kind of shitty all around. Um, but uh, you know, I digress. Uh, you know, we'll keep you up to date. I, I mean, literally, if you follow anything in regards to this space, it's pretty much the most dominating one. Um, why don't you talk to us a little bit more about TikTok? What are you guys hearing there? So TikTok, uh, it's getting flack from everywhere. There's uh, possibilities of getting it banned uh, within the next couple of months. So it's going to be soon, but uh, it's still up in the air, right? With uh, how kind of bipartisan is kind of taking over the issues. But with all the kind of issue, kind of concerns around privacy and data breaches, I think TikTok is just having a very kind of issue-filled road ahead. Yeah. No, I know. Um, Winnie, are you kind of seeing anything from your clients or anything from like a standpoint of just are people weary of this or they they, they still want to kind of go forward with it? Any any kind of response from your, your side of things? Nothing from clients, yeah. but just from like my general circle and us having conversation about it. Things coming up like privacy and mm-hmm. my data being transferred is something that's a concern, especially when, I mean... Just think about it. It wasn't until a couple years ago that people even knew their data was, they were being traced by data to be served and to be, you know. So I think now it's becoming a big thing because it's so evident on how much you can do with it. But from a client standpoint, no. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I I agree. I think that people right now are going to still utilize the heck out of it. I mean, I've been in a couple meetings that with, with people, potential clients and clients that, I mean, it's performing so well for them. Um, but, and I think this was a couple other topics we had, you're going to already, and you're already seeing these other apps bringing in certain features from TikTok. So with the bipartisanship, um, you know, potential bill that's going to come out, I mean, you get anybody in American politics to agree. That's very rare. Um, and then, you know, again, whatever you think of uh, the former president, he was kind of right about TikTok in a way. <laughs> um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I, I, until it's banned, you're going to have advertisers spending mad money on it. But from a data standpoint, you know, yeah, it's 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 really wild. And I think that this opens the the box to a lot of other things because there's a lot of other applications out there that are, are from other countries. And I think, Karthik, you had mentioned that India had banned something from China as well yesterday. Yeah, I mean, TikTok is banned in India. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, So they have other versions of TikTok that are more suited for the local kind of population. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is kind of happening right now. Right now, like nationally the government is kind of full-fledged trying to ban tiktok just because of all the uh, concerns but the kind of the citizens itself like everyone's using tiktok there's just a crazy amount of engagement crazy amount of users that are constantly on tiktok and there's a lot of advertisements on tiktok there's just way so way too much content for it to be completely kind of siphoned off if it gets banned yeah no, absolutely. It's interesting well, to see how it's going to turn out because like we had discussed, like if it ends up being banned, a lot of people's like new jobs, new careers, new hobbies, uh, 
possible livelihoods is going to get disrupted because of kind of this new entire new vehicle that's going to get yeah bad. literally think of what people all these people that have made money on stuff so Got Karthik. He's got to go run to a cool project that we're going to most likely be sharing with you guys in the coming weeks that deals with gamification, video games, and all of that. So, Karthik, thank you, man. New subscription service. Um, they're making some make goods apparently. So uh, Netflix has let advertisers take their money back after missing viewership targets. Yes. So, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the ads on Netflix. I feel like they should have just stuck with what they were originally. I'm, I'm all for a change. I'm all for, you know, innovation. But man, that ad tier is just. Yeah. yeah. I I I kind of with you. I think like with Netflix, and again, it, it, we'll see what's what's happening or, or how it'll go. It's like they're putting out, and I think the content that they've put out in the last couple of months has been really, really good content in regards to whether it's movies and their their original series and and whatnot. And I think if you could kind of, and, and to me, it's it's like the the modern marketing industry now of showing the value of everybody. Like in in regards to our team, like there's so much sweat equity that goes into not just like, hey, we're selling you a product, but there's literally like, again, from Connor's team running the campaigns to your team, managing the relationship and literally being the the pulse of what is happening and making those recommendations to creative and social. And so I think with Netflix, if they could show the value of their, like, we're not only going to give you like your favorite shows from back in the day, we're going to give you these cool current series, but we're also going to give you movies. And like, I would pay more for that because I don't want to go sit in a movie theater. Um, so I, I don't know if it's like, okay, you know, pay $20 a month and you're going to be able to get like a movie that is going to be coming out instead of going to the movie theater and then you know show me the value of all of these new shows like the the crown and and whatever like uh what's wednesday that's just come out and um so yeah i i don't know i mean it 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 shares this from digiday but it says netflix falling short of ad supported viewership guarantees made to advertisers and allowing advertisers to take their money backs for ads that have not yet to run so it says according to five agency executives the specific shortfall amounts vary by ad advertiser but in some cases netflix has only delivered roughly 80 percent of the expected audience so uh netflix has declined to comment but basically one of these executives has said they can't deliver they don't have enough inventory to deliver so they're literally giving the money back wild um so yeah we'll we'll see i mean it, it you know they basically structured the the ad deals or the initial ad deals on a pay on delivery basis so advertisers would end up only paying for the viewers they actually reached and netflix would release any unspent ad dollars at the end of the quarter per the uh agency executive so um yeah we'll see if this uh this keeps up but again it's it's interesting to see what like their model will be um and i think they're testing it because yesterday mm-hmm. i was watching my netflix okay i don't have an ad account me neither or, okay wait oh like you don't you uh you don't get ads right right, now, right? i don't okay, get ads same. so yesterday i was watching one of their older shows and here comes ads Really? All of a sudden, right in the middle of it, here's three minutes of ads coming on it. So I think they're kind of testing huh. which yeah. shows to deliver ads in, how far back you want to go, maybe if it's an original. That makes or, sense. 
Got to optimize. You, you got to see what's up. And yeah. so, uh, you know, again, Netflix is a juggernaut in this space and, and they'll figure Absolutely. it out. But um, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I've yet to see the ads. Um, I'm curious. I'm going to go and, and do some do some research on that. And so, they look just like Hulu. Yeah, and it, okay. and it has the countdown where it's like one yeah. one of three and three minutes to go. So it you know, look, it's just like Hulu. And again, at the end of the day, like I don't mind getting at. And now were these ads like main name brand ads? Yes. Yeah. So that's where it's that's where you know they're gonna have to start because that's the only way that. They have These to advertisers are going to yep. be able to pay for it. So, I mean, you're going to have name brands paying lots and lots of money to try and get out there within Netflix. And so basically, yeah, Netflix is having to pay a lot of money back, um, which is uh, which is nuts. So we'll see kind of uh, what's going on with that. But um, yeah, moving forward really fast, uh, just a couple more um tidbits in, the, in regard to like the year end. And, and we'll probably do a year end podcast uh at the the start of January and just kind of talk on some of the trends we saw. Um, but a couple things just with, um, you know, global ad spend, there's a, a slowdown in ad spending within traditional channels, um, but there is a, a massive rise right now in, in the digital side of things. And again, this has obviously been a trend for the last almost decade plus, well, maybe almost a decade plus, like within the last eight years for sure. Um, but definitely seeing um, more so the programmatic inventory, CTV, the connected, the streaming options. Um, so you're going to be seeing more and more of those traditional ad dollars uh, shifting more digital. Um, and so again, at the end of the day, you're going to see a lot of these these brands that or even probably more mid to level local areas going more and more into a um, digital footprint than you've seen in the past. Yeah. And then you know, using agencies like us, Digital Ignite, mm-hmm. we're able to tell you exactly where your audience is. And if you just have the mindset of knowing like every person is an advertisement tool, like you have yes. an opportunity to deliver your ad to each person, basically, you know, once an hour, twice an hour, well, more than that, actually, now with depending on what devices they're mm-hmm. on. But yeah, I mean, the inventory in a digital realm is so much more than it is right now on a traditional level. So we're definitely going to see a rise in that. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be um, again from from a digital marketing and agency standpoint. Um, we've we've been seeing these trends coming left and right. Um, I believe that from a programmatic standpoint, um, if you're a brand that is doing it, you're, you're you're in a good spot. If if you are still kind of in that Facebook Google mindset, definitely dip your toes into the programmatic space because with these walled gardens, I mean, look at TikTok, look at Twitter. Um, they can be pulled or changed at any moment. And so with the programmatic side of things, you have the whole open internet and the, like when he mentioned, the ability to target very, very uh, specific individuals based on your, your brand or um, products. So uh, again, from a digital standpoint, it's going to be uh, massive in regards to the sway in, in marketing dollars. And, and like I mentioned, we'll do more of a uh, predictions forecasts from 2022 predictions for 2023, because as we get into 2023, um, you know, Google has mentioned cookies again, going away into 2024. So we need to kind of keep talking more and more about that first party data, talking about privacy and other, uh, areas of that that are going to take center stage. So, I mean, third-party cookies are going to live on to see at least one more year. Um, wouldn't be surprised if <laughs> Google delays that again, um, and then other entities do as well. Um, but basically, we've all been 
embracing or preparing for the cookie apocalypse. Um, and basically with that, you know, the shift in the privacy landscape is going to be massive. So I think talking on, on that, we uh, would love to share a lot of tips from um, our agency in regards to what we're doing with first party data. Go back into one of the, the first couple episodes where we, we talk about that data in regards to first party data, second party data, and third party data, and how we are able to use that for your brands. Um, but with that being said, we don't want to take up too much more of your time. Connor's got to get in an airplane. Santa Claus is coming soon. Winnie, um, yes, anything Santa. else? Yeah. So we, Santa, we good? Winnie we good. and I both got our cool sweaters on. Um, but Winnie, did I miss anything? Anything else that we should uh, kind of talk on you think that's important? No, I think wrapping it up at the beginning of the year, like you say, looking at some trends, setting everybody up for success in a digital world um, for the new year is right where we need to be. Well, couldn't have said that any better. Well, happy holidays and, and have a great new year. Safe, safe uh, travels to anybody that's going out. And uh, please like um, subscribe, share this podcast, uh, follow us on our, our social media pages and hit us up at Digital Ignite. Uh, digital-ignite.com. We got a new website coming out in uh, about two weeks, actually, which is really exciting. Some new social media presences coming up. So uh, just kind of doing a whole refresh for 2023. But yeah, you can find us at digital-ignite.com. And we'd love to share any of these amazing tips, trends, and just how to uh, help your brand grow. But thank you all so much for listening. My name is Chris Clark. I'm Winnie. Yeah, and for Karthik Nair as well, he's out there uh, making uh, making the world move in the digital space. So until next time, y'all, thank you so much.